Connect with your potential customers wherever they are. Effective uses Comcast viewership data insights to combine advanced targeting capabilities with premium TV and streaming content so you can deliver the best ad experiences to your audience no matter how they watch. Visit EFFECTV.com. Welcome to the Grit Daily Startup. I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk, and this is a podcast about what goes on behind the scenes at startups. The good, the bad, and the gritty. Let's dive in. Ron, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Sebastian. Excited to be here. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you taking some time out of your day to hang out with us here on the Grit Daily Startup Podcast. We love to talk about the world of startup, the good, the bad, and what we call the gritty. So I'm excited to learn about what your experience has been in the startup world. But before we get into all that, let's help our listeners better understand a little bit more about you and your backstory. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm a serial entrepreneur. It's my fifth startup. And as I've been told, it's my last startup. I've had a couple of good runs. I've had a flop as well. So it hasn't been all, uh, you know, all roses, but I think the most important piece that I'd like to share is I'm an immigrant. You know, my family came to Canada in the early seventies. We were poor. We had no money. My dad baked bread at night to put food on the table. And in 1973, he went to a bank and he asked him for a small business loan to which the banker told him, you know, Mr. Benegu, you really don't qualify for how the bank lends to small business. However, I believe in people. And here's $5,000. And my dad was able to take that $5,000 in 1973 and start a small business. And that $5,000 became the backbone for our family's success in Canada. And we built off of that. And I share that story with you because it's really relevant to what we're doing at Uplink. Small business has always been traditionally an underserved segment within the financial services ecosystem. Um, but today, with what we've gone through the last couple of years in the pandemic, and now what we're going through in terms of the, the economy itself, access to fair, ethical, responsible credit has never been more difficult for a small business owner. So, well, we don't, we're not lenders, but if we can help a small business lender through the use of science and data better understand the risk profile of that small business loan applicant, then we would have served our purpose. And we are a very purpose-driven company. We want to turn no's into yeses. So when did you guys launch Uplink? So we formally announced us coming out of stealth late last year, early this year. But we've only just recently launched with some customers in pilot programs. So it's been a it's been a work in progress. Great. So how did this whole concept come about? How did you conceptualize it? How did you say, you know what, this is our next move or this is my next venture? Yeah, well, I had uh, in early 2021, um, I left the previous startup that I had founded in an adjacent space. And I was really trying to figure out how could we help lenders lend more money to small business outside of the traditional way they've done that, with, which is with financials, which is with credit, you know, credit bureaus, uh, reporting agencies. And by the way, I had no idea how to do it. So I was fortunate enough to 
Um, sometimes in business, you've got to be as lucky as you need to be good. I was fortunate enough to get introduced to my co-founder, Pat Riley, out of Atlanta. And he um, had built this incredible company and incredible tech that had been serving the small business landscape for over a decade. And in essence, I'll just share, I'll spare you all of the details, but we took that tech and we've been repurposing it into a modern day fintech. So we haven't traditionally built something from the ground up. We've taken something that's been highly mature and highly tested and proven, and we repurposed it into a modern day fintech. And that was really the evolution of Upland. Amazing. So how have things been since you guys launched? You said 2021, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Well, unbelievable. Sorry. Um, yeah. I started the journey 2021 and we only started the pilots early, you know, earlier this year. It's been unbelievable. It's, um, <clears throat> and what I mean by that is I've been in the startup world. Like I said, it's my fifth startup, even though, you know, I know we briefly looked at one another and I look very young. I appreciate you recognizing that, by the way, Sebastian. Absolutely. Uh, I have never seen market signals with Uplink like I have in any startup, whether I've been a part of it or just been around one. And, and what I mean by that is, you know, we were at a conference last week in New York City for a couple of days. In two days, we had 18 meetings, half of which were inbound. These were... These were highly well-known companies. You'd recognize a lot of their names who actually reached out to us because what we're doing is so unique. And ultimately, we're there to help small business lenders within what they're doing day to day. Just say yes more often. So I would tell you it's been incredibly exciting. And um, we just got to keep up with the momentum. So who who do you guys serve? Like, is it just strictly small businesses? Is it entrepreneurs? Is it no. startups? No. So we we serve small business lenders. So any organization that lends money to small business. So think a bank, think credit unions, think online lenders, uh, even some of these alternative lenders that have now moved into lending, i.e. Square. Well, Square's a, Square was a, you know, a, a payment processing company that now lends a ton of money to small business. So any organization that lends money to a small business customer is a potential customer of Uplinks. That's who we serve. Awesome. So things are changing drastically with the world of finance with this, you know, the, the onset of, of, uh, deregulation and cryptocurrency, but then a lot of that changing. And then of course the market, you know, doing what it's going to do right now and, and adjust and figuring out where it's going to go. How, how does what you guys are doing play into all of that based on market conditions and, and crypto and web three and, and D all of the above? Well, you know what, at the end of the day, whether you're, you're lending, I mean, crypto is just a form of currency, right? Whether it's crypto or just traditional cash, if you are lending money, if you are adjudicating credit to a small business, we can have a positive impact. Now, to answer your question, how is, you know, what's going on in the world impacting our business? Uh, what I'll tell you is given the, the, the state of the, the stock markets, the economy, which, you know, everything you read out there, it's either we're in a recession or going into a major one. Um, what, what I've seen in the short time that this has been going on is it's actually, um, and, I, and I don't want to use the word positive 
because it, it it's at the expense of you know the small business owner. But the demand for what we offer has increased substantially because it's harder for a small business owner to get access to, to capital. Again, whether that capital be you know, traditional currency, crypto, or what have you not. So what we do is we help them say yes more often. Um, and because it's harder for that small business now to qualify, um, our services have been greatly, um, greatly wanted and desired. And like I said, we've had a lot of inbound coming in over the last couple of months. Awesome. So in the world of startup, it's when you're first getting started, it's, it's always a less than pleasurable experience. What would you say the biggest lesson that you've received uh, with, with the startup world as far as you know, the, being the toughest part of it? Oh, wow. I mean, that's a great question. I, like I said, this is my fifth startup and I, I'd say there's a lot of lessons, but you know, when, when you, you've got a vision and idea and, and, you know, Uplink is no different than my first startup, you know, Uplink was a, a PowerPoint slide deck just over a year ago. So trying to convince um, someone else, whether that be an investor uh, a potential customer, a partner, and a, a potential employee, etc., um, about your vision in such an early stage. That's always been that's always been uh, for me the biggest challenge, and you know many lessons learned along the way in terms of what narratives work depending on who you're talking to. Absolutely. And then on the flip side of things, what would you say has been some of the best things that have happened because of the startup process outside of exiting, obviously? Oh, well, you know, I mean, for me, it's always been able to, you know, to make some sort of impact out there. I've, I've never, and I'm sure you get a lot of founders who will say something similar, but I've never started a business to make money. I think that's the wrong reason to do it. I think if you start a business and it serves a purpose, and then if you do the right things, you, you bring in the right people, you treat them with kindness and empathy, you, you put them in the right roles, that money is simply a byproduct. So for me, it's always been able to have an impact uh, on somebody's business or somebody's life. And, you know, Uplink is no different. Awesome. So it's uh, the middle of 2022 at the time we're recording this episode. What, what are you guys working on, you know, this year here in 2022? What are you guys excited about moving forward? Yeah, well, we're, we're we're super excited. We're 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 still in our pilots, um, and we're super excited though about onboarding some paying customers and announcing some really big strategic relationships and partnerships that we're working on. And like I said, you you would have heard of all of these names, and we're hoping that by the end of the year, you know, we'll certainly have uh, paying customers probably by the summer, but by the end of the year. We'll be able to make some pretty big, some really cool announcements that, you know, impact not just potential customers or potential small businesses in the U.S., but at global scale. So that's probably what I'm most excited about. Yeah, being able to have a global impact is always a plus, right? Exactly. So uh, are there plans to continue to expand your offering on what you guys are currently doing right now? Is this kind of, you know, phase one of, of, of rolling out what you guys will be doing? You mentioned, you know, will be profitable by the end of the year? Is this a process of getting to being able to make a profit and then being able to create additional solutions on top of that? 
Yeah, well, I would tell you that the solution we're creating, unlike most sort of SaaS startups, which, you know, uh, we're not a calendar app. It's a highly complex solution that leverages billions of data sets within local country environments to, you know, present an environment of accurate credit risk to a lender on that applicant. So I will tell you that for the immediate future, uh, which goes well beyond 22, for the next few years, we're highly focused on just, you know, getting this product right and making it the most impactful it can be. I mean, we have some other thoughts down the road, but what I'll tell you what we're offering is so unique, but it's so complex that, you know, we've got to focus on what we're doing right now. So how do you guys market the brand? How do you guys, you know, find new business and new clients for what you're doing? Well, I mean, here's one example. You know, I'm on the Grit Daily Startup Show. With let's Sebastian go. Rask. Okay, yeah. let's have some fun. I mean, we've, <laughs> we've, we've had a, you know, we've been very fortunate. Um, you know, we've got an incredible network, incredible community of both uh, investors, advisors, um, you know, people that we've worked with over the years. Um, and then the media has been incredible. We've had a lot of interest from the media and a lot of pickups. So what I would tell you is um, a lot of our current pipeline or contractual commitments have come inbound. Like, you know, I had one of the biggest core banking platform in America reach out to me, Cole, last week saying, hey, I saw you're in New York. Really want to talk to you. Will you have lunch with me? I mean, wow. That was, you know, to get to that guy would have been probably, you know, months of work for me to get a meeting with that individual. So, you know, I think we're, we're doing it. We're grinding, just so you know, we're, we're grinding. We're not, um, we've raised some money, but we're not hiring like 20 people. And then, you know, we're going to blow through our cash reserves and in six months, we're, we're hiring very thoughtfully, very pragmatically. We're taking one step at a time. We're making sure we have a, a proper runway. And um, ultimately, I think we're, we're setting ourselves for success by laying the foundation this year. Yeah, it sounds like it. It sounds like it. Well, you guys are clearly doing work that matters. So that and that's important, especially in today's world. It's all, it always has been, but even more so now and being able to make sure that people that are looking to access financing and what, you know, through, tangible um you mentioned the word uh you know very transparent very ethical ways uh, is obviously important because there's a lot of craziness going on in the world and the internet etc on there so love what you guys are up to i encourage you to keep up the great work any final thoughts for our listeners um final thoughts um you know other than like you know my goal is to support small business owners out there i'm a small business owner i grew up in a small business family my my professional successes and my failures have come as a small business owner. So, you know, what I would, what I would end with saying is anything that we can do out there to support small business, which is the backbone, not of the U.S. economy, the backbone of the global economy, um, I would encourage you to do. And, um, you know, that's, that's it. I just share the message. There we go. That's great. Uh, that's great advice and great final thoughts. Well, thanks again for your time, Ron. We'll have to have you back on the show at some time in the future to get an update on how things are going with you guys over at Uplink, but keep rocking and rolling. That's great. Appreciate being on here at Grit Daily Startup, Sebastian. You got it. Until next time, friends. 
Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Grit Daily Startup. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. This podcast is brought to you by GritDaily.com, the premier startup news hub. More information at GritDaily.com. Once again, I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk. Until next time, friends. Connect with your potential customers wherever they are. Effective uses Comcast viewership data insights to combine advanced targeting capabilities with premium TV and streaming content so you can deliver the best ad experiences to your audience no matter how they watch. Visit EFFECTV.com.